back to old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back, old school. Jay Foreman, DP. He's the, he's the, he's ruining a couple of people's weeks. I ain't gonna even drop the dime, but he ruined a couple <laughs> people's weeks. So as much as he said I was a troublemaker yesterday, he ruined people's weeks. But uh, we are back. We we, are, we have got uh, everybody's in wait and see, especially um, Nebraska men's basketball um, fans are waiting to see. With Casey Tamanagi had a workout with the Indiana Pacers. It sounds like it went good. Um, depending on what he hears, I'm assuming from his agent or the Pacers, um, which I would, you know, I wouldn't advise any prospect to put all their chips into what, what team says, one team says to you, what he hears, uh, or what he has heard, I'm assuming at, th- at this point to go against whether he comes back to Nebraska or possibly pursues pro options in his home country, uh, will not be known until tomorrow. Uh, because he's going to announce it uh, in the morning uh, in his home country, morning time. So is it was it six to eight hours difference? Mm-hmm. Fourteen. Is it? Oh, is it? Four, well, fourteen. The, yeah. Well, it's fourteen oh, hours different. Yeah. Well, it's going to be early. We'll, <laughs> we'll yeah, know soon. Early. Yeah, we'll know as soon as you wake up. So, yeah. um, you know, with that being said, the two guards that really are two of the players for Florida Atlantic that took them to the Final Four, um. They've decided to withdraw from the draft in, in return, which is going to make them a preseason number five team. Now, who would ever have thought, right? Florida Atlantic would ever be a, a, a preseason top five team. So, John L. Davis and Elijah Martin are returning uh, from the NBA draft and coming back to Florida Atlantic. So, hopefully they can get some upgraded facilities because the coach was talking about his office was in a uh, – essentially a trailer – or like in a trailer – and then they, you know, went from there. And so, um, you know, you think of Davis and Martin. I'm reading it here. They each had several pre-draft workouts. Um, and they wanted to re- further showcase themselves for 2004-24 draft, in which meaning they could be, possibly could have got a late first round or mid first round grade. But understanding coming back and playing well, not only individually but collectively as a tandem, they possibly, considering it the way that they played, um, which always will be in their draft profile, what they did through this NCAA tournament, could possibly propel them into the lottery considering the amount of G League players and young freshmen that are going to be in this draft at that position another year as that kind of goes through the process uh, might help them. And then when you think about uh, Kese Tamanaga, the question would be, can you duplicate and add on and continue to improve like he's done from the previous year to really validate what you did last year on you know, a pretty consistent basis, or do you strike while the iron's hot, while your name is hot? And I think every situation is different and turn pro in some form or fashion. Correct me if I'm wrong, DP in Austin. He has an option to stay in the NBA draft or possibly play professional in his home country. Is that correct or am I wrong in that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so I mean, those are two options. And then also, I think obviously the biased opinion is him coming back to Nebraska because I think if he has another year like that, it could be life changing for him around here. I, I just want him here. Um, where is he now? Is he in Lincoln? I think he's, yes. Yeah, it was reported back. that he worked out the Pacers on Tuesday. He's back and has talked to Coach Hoiberg this afternoon. Okay, so he's in Lincoln, but he's not announcing his decision till tomorrow morning. 
which is not the sign we we want. Well, I think he's doing it because of obligations back home. Yeah, you for NIL, he can he, he in, there are deals that could be done because I know Jazz Shelley went through a similar thing with some jerseys and T-shirts that yeah, can be so shipped to home and make his money. Uh, pushed as a matter of fact, he's on open doors currently that you can make deals while he's there and then they have to take it down so if you want to support case and nil uh, you you have six hours to do so um, <laughs> i think um in 22 minutes right uh, right through all of that i, I mean, i'm such you, a fan of his i'm such what, a fan of him as a one as a person right he's a great i mean i said it from the first maybe the third or fourth game he went somewhere and worked on his game. Yeah. Not only because yeah. he was, you know, the previous year, I think he was predominantly a left-handed driver and a three-point shooter. That was like his, all right, I don't know what to do. I'm going to shoot a three. Yeah. He went and improved his, his strong hand, which is his left hand. He improved his right hand, which is his off hand. He actually improved on his ability to cut off angles and improve his angle as far as getting his shot off or getting to a shot. He became more creative. For somebody to do all those things in a matter of six months showed me a lot more about him than him going off in games and being a crowd favorite. We we should all do everything we do with the enthusiasm and the passion. Oh, he has a good time. Like I, to, to love to love it. I mean, it's not work to him. He loves it, and every one of his teammates talk about him as easily the most popular player. He's a team. he's a big piece into it, and he's not the only piece. Yeah, you know the one thing about I think about Kase is, I think he's a better he's a very very effective two or three versus being a one. Right. Um, right. So because I think look what really helped him excel was Sam Greasel having the ability to be the big guard, the post up guard to kind of like hey look when stuff got out of kind of whack. Okay, we got a 6'7", 225-pound guard forward that can get somewhat of an easy shot or pass out of a double team and run the break, which allows Casey to run around and get people tired, get an open three if we need to, especially if we're on a run or we need to stop a run. Then you had the point forward in Derek Walker with those two. So that, you know, essentially he was a number three but came, became a number one scoring option, but it was based on what the other two I just mentioned before. So, for him, he has a he has a harder decision than I talked about with the other two from Florida Atlantic because they know where they're at. They probably had more evaluation than maybe Casey, right? They know exactly where they at. They know if they stayed in the draft, where they'd be drafted. Yep, because and they both would be drafted. Much greater access to right. to scouts and information. They can work in camps. Uh, more players and position flexibility, all yeah. that stuff, right? Pl- and, players and, to play around. Yeah. And there's comparables, right, yeah. in the league. Yeah. Whereas Casey, when you have so many, he has no, there's not a wrong answer he necessarily could make, right? If he stays in the draft, I'm assuming that he's hearing good news that he would at least be going to Las Vegas Summer League, G League, X, Y, and Z if he's not drafted or he's hearing that he's drafted. That's phenomenal. If he comes back to Nebraska, he's going to be living, he's going to be treated like a, like a king, you know, as long as he continues to play well. If he goes and plays professionally for or in his home country in their league, it's the same. I think so his a, I it, think his aspiration is 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 NBA. Oh sure. And I I think 
his game has matured into an NBA style game more than the Japanese pro league style. Um, he can do more things over there. Uh, he can be, he can do more things over there, but I think here the understanding that he would not have to carry a team and that his skill set would be highlighted. Think of how many players in the NBA who don't do what Casey does as well as Casey does. And they found a career. Right, and you can start where you start isn't necessarily where you're going to finish. Right. You know, even if you had to right. start over there and go other places. I mean, you know, Patrick Beverly, I mean, he played over there before he could even get a sniff or a workout here well, in, I mean, I, in, in the to, NBA. I think San Antonio, I think Golden State, like I think there are places where a shooter of his and the, the offensive skills that he has. One, he's got a better handle than we give him credit for. Right. Uh, his ability to break people down, honor the system, plays in space, which, again, kind of identifies certain teams in the NBA. Right. That, Like, I would do fully you, expect that Golden State has K-State's number. Right? Steph, is, Steph was already – like, wait a minute, let him be available. Go ahead. But do you think <laughs> another year, just if you look at Martin and Davis from Florida Atlantic, right? Looking at those dudes, okay. When you when you see those dudes, okay, they some dudes. Yep. I mean, you could tell they've been in the weight room. Yep. Okay, they are fully mature. Do you think it's the best advice for Casey to come back and continue to change his body, right? Well, he 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 lived with with Nebraska's pocket Hercules. Like they room, he remembers with Sam Hoiberg. Them two well, going to the well, gym. That's what I'm saying. Changing that body. Year, would, yeah. Which has helped him become more effective as a scorer, yeah. right? Yeah. So whatever he whatever lab he went into in the offseason last yeah. year. Yeah. It was a here's a playlist for you from the coaches or developmental staff. Here's what you you know, or do you accept it? It was accepted and then some. Do you think like, okay, I can another year of me doing that and then some? along with changing my body for the physicality of the NBA or the even or even learning and be physically fit enough to play at the pace at the G League because the G League ain't no defense straight up I, yeah i i want him i want him back for all of the things you just said all the reasons you just said but selfishly i also want him here for Nebraska fans and Nebraska basketball because he's fun because we enjoy him. Yeah. Because we, he's developed. Because he's grown. Like, I mean, he, look, he, nobody gets a pop. Not not Derek Walker. Not nobody. Like, not Bryce McGowan's. Not Trey. Not nobody got the pop that Casey does. No. And nobody runs the room like Casey does. So, in Big Ten play, like, we, we loved watching his success. Because we saw him struggle. Like, we saw him at its worst. And then we went. Oh, look at – that's our boy right there. <laughs> that's our dude right there. So, yeah, I want him back, but if the right place pulls him in, and, again, I mean, Indiana, I I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be upset. Um, middle of the country, uh, minor league uh, – the G League program, it's got good coaches on the program, great developers. <laughs> Craig, cold-blooded. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just I, – I, I, want, I want that for him. How much weight realistically can he put on? What does that look like? Because I, we saw the picture of his, his mom and his dad. His daddy, I know. His daddy is a large human being, individual human being. How much of that did Casey <laughs> get? Like, how much do you think he can 
put on to help? And what's that line that he goes too far and it keeps him from well, being who he is? Well, a lot of it's diet and culture. And, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's I a whole I don't think bunch. he needs to add a whole bunch of weight. I just probably just need to get a little bit, little bit more Sam Horberg in him. Yeah, a l- little stronger. A little stronger. That's only going to help him. To get through picks. Right. Yeah. To get through picks and, mm-hmm. and to create space. Yeah. He didn't finish through a lot of contacts. He didn't have to because he was crafty. Oh, he you know, he ain't about that body-body. He No, he's not trying to do that. He'll he'll use it to get the free throw line. Yeah, he's slick with it. But mm-hmm. – but, He's crafty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he's I mean, crafty. If, Jay, who's a, similar, who's a similar player? Without it being Steph, a, a similar player in body composition – is there anybody like? Is there anybody in that in that? Like, well, I mean, to like that, Kyrie, uh, no, uh, probably Trey, Trey Young. Kyle Lowry's Ky- got a butt to him. Kyle, Kyle right. Lowry got junk in the trunk. Right, like I, mean, I would I think- say, I would say Trey Young, just because Trey Young coming into the NBA, everybody thought he was physically too small. But I'm gonna tell you what, Deshaun Jackson, when played. 12 years in the NFL, and he, I, I'd be willing to bet he might not have spent a day over 165. Yeah. And had yeah. no problem with the physicality, yeah. had no problem taking hits and stuff like that. So I think, you know, there's one thing, you know, that he, you know, could come back and improve on w- along with the rest of, you know, his game continue to get better. But also, let's not totally focus on that if he takes a step on learning how to play with that. Yeah. play with his body because yeah. the best scorers know how to play and know how to score yeah. you know if i could give advice to kids that are out here playing basketball you know you need to you, you guys need to learn how to be a scorer scorer that can shoot don't just be a shooter because then you're easily guardable whereas that's where you saw case really really struggle in his first year he was primarily yeah. only a shooter that's why he struggled to get a shot off because it was easy he was easy to find he somehow figured out how to be a scorer and that's where the consistency came from. And even when he didn't score 16, 18, 19 points, he still had 10, 11, 12, 13, and was very, very effective. So and didn't take a lot of shots to do it. Nope. He, his efficiency rate rating went up, and so did his plus minus if there ever is one for Nebraska with, uh, you know, being 500. So with that being said, we've got one more short segment. Um, we're going to give our initial thoughts on the uh, NBA Finals first game. You know, do we think the Vegas is right? It's going to be a blowout or a sweep or not. DP, Jay Foreman, Austin will be right back.